Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Russ Oviet. Russ bowls collegiately at Arizona State University. Russ Timberg here and Coach K. Steve Klemkin, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. All right, Russ. Well, we thought we'd bring you on. You're one of the rising stars. I hate to say that because you, you seem like you've been there forever, but at ASU, you're one of the, the leaders on that team. So let's talk about that and what really led you to bowl collegiately for Arizona State University. Well, as a kid, I always wanted to bowl. Um, always love to do it. One of my main passions. Um, so starting out, I was trying to go to college. I fit my major, and at the time it was uh, film. And it, Arizona State had a great film program. So I thought, well, hey, why don't we just do it? So I moved out to Arizona uh, for the film program and as well of the bowling program with uh, Coach Jordan Asperg. So, and I thought it just was a great fit. And I ended up changing my major, but still stuck with it. And, uh, yeah, so now I'm a senior now and never looks back. And, and where'd you move from, Russ? South Dakota. Sioux Falls. South, South Dakota? Dakota yeah. that's a, that was a pretty big move. I mean, that's, uh, you covered some miles yeah. to get there, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how different, how different was it living in uh, Arizona as compared with uh, growing up in, uh, in the Dakotas there? I mean, it's obviously more hot here um definitely hotter uh but the winters are cold but i do miss the snow from living here in arizona for coming up four years now a little over four years now so uh it's a little different but i enjoy it i see myself staying here for a little while longer so yes if you need any snow to shovel i'm sure steve can help you out with that because the last last (laughs) week we did (laughs) we did one of these last week and steve was like well i got i got about five inches of snow on my on my vehicle that i had to go shovel tim and then we're gonna i'm gonna try to drive home and make it so um but i do hear you it is nice to have those four seasons um so you know your team you you mentioned you have yourself on your team you know chase is on your team how are you guys able to help some of the younger players and i was out watching the tournament that was out at um out at uh, Via Linda a couple weeks back, the uh, tournament you guys were running out there that was, you know, that was Double put on. Goal, yeah. yeah, and how are you, because I, I was watching and there's some new guys that I saw on your team. How are you guys able to pass along your knowledge that you've you've learned from uh, Coach Nasberg and, and even Kyle King is helping you guys out? How are you able to pass it on to the younger players? Yeah, it's definitely a process. I remember when I was a freshman, I had, a, who is now the coach of GCU, Ben Canfield, um, bowling with me, and he, he taught me the ropes and basically learn how to bowl um through coach Nasberg. um and it, it just it's a process of i mean when i when i came here i didn't really know much about lane play and ball dynamics and stuff like that but through it all you, you, you just learn through the process of how he teaches uh bowling you kind of learn it yourself and see what works good what doesn't work good um and so when I was a freshman, I had Ben. Ben taught me the ropes, and now I've taught uh, Matt Zwig, uh, a junior on the team. And now we just keep on passing that along with Chase, a uh, sophomore on the team. We're just, and then we just continue to pass that information along to the freshmen. And then 
they will as well when they're in my spot. So it's just a continual process of learning and understanding. So it's good. Now we've had coach Nasberg on our show uh, a couple of times, actually, I believe now Mm -hmm. and uh, a tremendous coach. And so what's maybe some of the best advice that, that you've ever received from him? Probably not to be afraid to fail. Definitely don't be afraid to fail because that's where you learn everything. That's where you. That's where you learn what works and what doesn't work. So, if you're afraid of failure, you'll never. You'll just never know what might work and what might not. So, that's probably the best uh, piece of advice I've ever got from him. And and following up on that, what what have you found that uh, you know is a real staple for your game? What really does work, and then what have you maybe maybe tried and found like, boy, that just that just doesn't work for me. And you've had to kind of abandon it as far as like maybe identifying your strengths and weaknesses like that. As I've been on the team, I've tried to obviously better what I'm best at and work on things that I'm worst at, which are strengths and weaknesses. So every year, every summer, we try to add something to our game or figure out what our weaknesses are and to work on those um, year after year. And then we could add something to our game, maybe like something something different with a, with a body position or something like that or, or a hand position. We're always adding something to our game and continually uh, becoming better and better with those over time. So within the last year, I found out um, some of the things that for the majority with layouts, uh, I've kind of had to change my layouts a little bit. I've kind of found my three best, two best layouts I like to have on stuff. So that's one thing this last year and a half or so that I've really been working on and kind of establishing as a focal point. So. so you had a very a good tournament a couple weeks back. You bowled the PBA member, non-member doubles. You and Jacob Butra finished third in that tournament, losing to Stu Williams and Brett Wolf. Um, no shame in losing to those two guys, two very uh, solid players as well. What were you able to take from your bowling in the collegiate tournament to where you go to a stage like that up at South Point and you're bowling with Jacob, one of the you know one of the great bowlers out there on the PBA tour right now, bowling against Stu and Brett and bowl and it it just the stage just doesn't seem too big. Even going back to the um, the fall uh, the fall classic tournament, the team challenge tournament, a couple of years back, where you guys finished, you know, you finished third in that or second in that. So, how were you guys able to? It seems yeah. like yeah, everyone's like, oh, these, you know, everyone, see, who are these guys? But it's like nothing seems too big for you guys ever. Yeah, uh, I mean, we see Stu and uh, Brett all the time in local tournaments here in Arizona. So, I mean, when we see these guys so much, it's just like another bowler. So we just kind of keep trying to keep that in our frame of mind where, okay, it's just, we're just bowling. And it's always fun to bowl with uh, Jacob. This is the first tournament I've actually had a chance to bowl doubles with him. And such a great kid. Uh, love, love him to death. We're freshmen together. So building that relationship way back from then, it's, it's, it's special. Now that doubles tournament, that was at the, at the South Point in the arena. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. And they're going to have, uh, you know, we got a big tournament coming up for USBC. Um, what, what, what do you see just kind of in general, as far as, uh, you know, how the center plays strategy, any tips or advice you can give for people that may be going there and, and competing in the tournament this spring themselves? Yeah. What I tend to find is, uh, successful is I, I try to use a lot of surface on the out, um, on the, on the ditch. And then at some point, um, when I've had to make the jump left, it's almost like a double jump. So because um, if you kind of get trapped in that little uh, uh, track area, so 
that's what I kind of see. And, and mention then talk about how surface is so key. I know that's one thing that a lot of amateur bowlers don't always get and don't even fully comprehend. But just talk about how that is, you know, kind of a. It's a thing, I know, working with Jordan on some things, it's a thing that he, like, forces on everyone, and it's a great tool to have in your in your bag because when you put some surface on a bowling ball or take something off of it, it gives you a completely different reaction. Right. It's the almost one of the most important things because it's the one thing that's actually touching the lane surface. So when you figure out what balls are good, dull, what balls are good, shiny, when you need to add, add surface to a bowling ball to make it do a little something different, maybe have the ball tip a little bit more at a point. So it's definitely definitely a good tool to learn how to use, definitely when you're younger. Um, when I came to ASU, I didn't even know what an Avalon pad was. I, I knew people used them, but I didn't really know what they were for. So, And now I we use them all the time, every tournament. So definitely a great uh tool to use yeah surface you know they had that study at usbc many years ago and they they definitely determined that surface uh you know cover stock the material and the the surface that it's prepped at and components and stuff of the of the shell were number one as far as as far as ball motion goes uh hey russ we've got a uh, you know number of younger listeners to this podcast you know that they're uh, going through just what you went through at one time, which was, you know, interested sure. in college bowling, trying to figure out, you know, where do I go? How do I get some resources? Where, you know, what websites should I visit? What people should I contact? What kind of advice do you have for them trying to figure out what school is right for them? Well, definitely try to go to the college and try to look for a college that fits your major. It's the number one important thing um, because you never know where bowling might take you or where it might not take you. So, uh, education is definitely uh, number one priority, and if they have a bowling team like we do, uh, that's just a bonus. That's what I always said. So, if they have bowling, it's a bonus, but always go for your major. But uh, we have a great program, as uh, like you guys know. And if you guys, if any younger youth bowlers uh, are interested in ASU, Arizona State University, uh, and you want to bowl for us, all we ask is this. If you love the ball, we'd love to have you. So you'll definitely be a, have a spot on the team. Uh, we've had freshmen that uh, aren't very good, and now year two, year three, they're on a varsity team. So they, they just rose from the ranks from the junior varsity team up to the varsity in a matter of two years, a year and a half. So you never know where you – it's all up to you. Um, how hard you work is basically where you're going to end up. So, um, But, yeah – love the ball then asu is the place for you yeah and russ what are some of the changes that you've seen and you had in your game from when you started at asu as a freshman and even going into high school into where you are now because you know from what i recall and even just having you sub for me in league a few times and i couldn't make it they're like what are you bringing in him for he's you know he's (laughs) he's way better than you number one but also just the way your game has progressed so much and you've you've changed some things what have you know what have you been working on and what have you know what really have you done the main thing i've seen is um with the progression of my game is over the years things have changed i've gotten a little bit taller than i was when i was a freshman so uh, I had to change my steps and my tempo for, to according to that. Um, and it's just a process over the last four years as the oils change, as the balls change. Um, just learning how to bowl. Uh, I just had to tweak 
some things here and there. And now, this last uh, year and a half, I well, last year I kind of had a little struggle, and then this last half of the year, uh, eight months or so, I've been trying to work on my uh, footwork and stuff like that, and new body position and stuff like that. So, and it's helped it tremendously a lot. So, I'm I'm pretty happy with where my games are right now. Awesome. Well, great having you on, Russ. With uh, again, you guys want to check out uh, check out the program there at ASU. May all means check it out. Very easy to find. What's the best way if they want to find you? I know obviously you guys have a Facebook page and stuff, but what's another way, folks, to maybe reach out to someone and, and check, you know check you guys out and see what's going on? Yeah, you can find us at, on Facebook at ASU Bowling Club, and you can just shoot me an email with any questions you have. Um, my email is r u s s dot o-v-i-a-t-t at yahoo.com and i'll put you in contact with our coach and we can just go from there all right awesome well well thanks so much appreciate your time on the show it's uh it's been great having you on russ and i uh, want to wish you the best yeah thank you very much appreciate your time